0: See you, Stuck. us, everyone. This is Peter Agostin, the host and producer of The Houseless Podcast. Welcome back to an all-new episode. I'm recording it live in Budapest, Hungary, where I am, where I've been for about a week now. Um, and yeah, uh, it's been an awesome time. So if, you, if this is your first time tuning in, this is my weekly podcast. It's called The House List. If you're listening to this in budapest or in hungary because of my guest uh on today's episode then thank you um listen i'm safe then and we had a great conversation my guest today is ivan and the parasol well it's two uh, two of the guys from this group it's five piece band from budapest a great rock and roll band it's been around for a couple of years and We first made our acquaintances in New York City um, and have stayed in touch since. And um, I met up with them uh, a couple nights ago and we hung out for a while. And then I was like, let's just, um, you know, record a conversation, too. So you capture this um, bit of time in an evening in uh, a real pop-in area in, in Budapest and um, it's a really fun, kind of candid conversation. So we'll get to that in, in just a sec. If this is your first time listening, then please um, subscribe on iTunes, rate it on iTunes, or write a review. That helps a lot as far as me trying to get the word out uh, here. So I appreciate that. You can also subscribe on SoundCloud if you listen to podcasts on your desktop computer or a laptop and you don't have an app for it, you can check us out at soundcloud.com backslash the houseless podcast. And this is the 37th episode of the houseless. So go back and check out some of the previous ones. I think you might find some that you like. You might learn something about some other people in the music business, uh, musicians, and people in the industry. So, but I wanna do at least try to record one while I was here in Budapest and uh, so we got one down, and it's with my boys. Ivan in the parasol so before we jump into that, um I just want to give a little backstory of why I'm here. you might be why is out of all the places why how did you why are you there? Well, my parents um came to the United States in sixty nine and um so I grew up uh coming back to Hungary, primarily to Budapest, but I've traveled all over the country uh, over the years many, many times. uh, Mostly uh, my childhood was spent coming here every year. So throughout the 80s and the early 90s, I was traveling here mostly with my mom. And it was a very different city then um, and compared to now, which is this thriving, young, um, exciting. Place where a lot of uh, f- people come gravitate, come to, to, to hang out, and to young people come to party here. Which, when I was a kid, uh, the areas where all these folks are at w- did not even um, exist. Uh, I mean, I remember the very first McDonald's ever, and um, so it's always like been a treat to come back now as an adult. Uh, and I even about ten years ago we even came and DJ here when I was on tour with some cats. So I think it's an amazing city that doesn't get its due um, in the canon of European uh, touring cities, as well as just in general. So I'm hoping to be able to promote in a more of a cultural sense on the podcast, some of the corners of the Budapest scene um, in any way I can, you know. So anyway, I got here, I flew here from Toronto, New York by way of Toronto, on air Canada on a plane that looked like it was from 1953 uh, didn't have a single screen on the whole thing uh, of course I got here they lost my bags it took them about five days to get me my bags. so I was wearing like the same pair of clothes for uh, <laughs> for a while and then I got really sick right away too because it got cold and so it's been this kind of pretty crazy journey but uh, I'm here with my dad, and and we've just been doing a lot of, um, you know, tourist stuff, which for me is like uh, I like going to cemeteries and, and places like that. So we went to Katarpesi, which is this amazing uh, monument. Um, well, it's like it, it's it's a giant cemetery on about 140 acres of a lot of the uh, Hungarian. Uh, dignitaries, writers, scientists, uh, painters, and it's just a beautiful works of art, um, uh, mausoleums and arcades and stuff. So that, and then uh, we went to Monument Park too, which is this um, far flung, uh, uh, seemingly abandoned, but not, but not really, but way out in the burbs, there's this kind of like field that's fenced off and all the I guess discarded communist uh statues of a bygone era seemingly uh left on display. So I wanted to see that too, so I drug my dad out there. We took a streetcar to a subway to a bus and made it out there. <laughs> and then, yeah. We even went to Vienna too for a day, uh for the Egon uh Shelley um exhibit uh at the leopold museum in Wien. so yeah doing some tourist things that has been very refreshing for me and cleaning my palate. so i'm like recharging my batteries here amongst visiting a lot of family because all of my family is here all of my relatives live in hungary um so it's always like i pretty i'm running around quite a bit while I'm here but I was able to record this podcast hopefully I'm going to do one more but this one was a very important one to me because I believe in these guys they're great they're great dudes so basically the conversation is uh with with two of the five um I basically met with most of them before and then uh later in the day we did this chat with the drummer and the guitar player the guitar player Mate and the drummer um uh, whose name he doesn't really go by his first name, B- Balant, which I know I mispronounce, but but they're great guys, they're awesome guys, and Ivan and the Parasol are also. If if you are going to be in Budapest later this summer, headlining the Budapest Park on August 5th here in the city. So I wanted to get that in, and they may very well be coming uh, into the United States. Actually, they are. Uh, I know that for a fact. So um, anyway, nevertheless, I want you guys to check out this conversation with us right now here on the House List. Remember, if this is your first time listening or if you like this conversation, please subscribe on iTunes. Just rate it on iTunes, or if you listen to it on SoundCloud, repost it, and feel free to share this with your friends or with anyone that you know likes this band or if you just know some Hungarians that might not be hip to to Ivan and the Perizol. this might be a great introduction so check it out and enjoy only here on the house list yeah nice so yeah I mean obviously we've been like talking for uh, a couple of hours already so it's not like one this isn't like a formal interview you yeah. know but um, but I figured since we've already been hanging out and talking enough we can kind of like talk a little bit more about like the history of the band and and we're in this such a beautiful part of Budapest right now just like talk about all that shit yeah you know <laughs> so uh, what i'm curious too because i met i think when i first met you guys w- which was in new york right yeah um, mm-hmm. much
1: younger than
0: <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> Nicer where Francisco. like where uh at what point were was the band was ivan in the parasol like at like in the in the history of the band, where was it? In New York? Yeah, like when I first met you, where, where yeah. do you see the band being at that time? Like, had yeah. you, you had already been around for a while yeah. here. Yeah, we
1: had been together for four years then, three, I maybe. think. Or, or
0: three. Yeah? yeah. When,
2: so, and that was the first time you, were, you would come to the United States as a band? It was the second. Like, After our first album uh, got released in 2012, and we've been already playing together for two years when we first released our, al- our album and it was at that time it felt a little late but then we re- realized that it was a good idea to you know jam for two years and then write songs and play shows and then we could it felt late to what come to, to you know to be in a band that doesn't have a, a record oh, and yes it's man. still and it's around for two years right but then, you know, it turned out to be a wise decision because our sound and our style and our soul, you know, got, you know, it was born already. And we, we knew what we we wanted to do. And then yeah. we could do an album that's really us. Right. Yeah, yeah. We,
1: we
0: were ready as a band
1: yeah.
2: when we
0: recorded our first album. So how do you guys know each other, though? Like, do you, did you guys... Go to school we,
2: and we went to the same music school. Yeah. What was that called? It was called, uh, Improse Which what pa- is... What part of the city is that? It was, um, What was that? Uh... Uda. Ob- Ob- what district is that though? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a quizzy on your <laughs> districts, man. <coughs> I don't know. What district are we in right now? 7th. Okay. was It was, far, it was uh, a little far from the center. It's, like a, it's a, like a village house in like... And it was in a, a one-man one music school. <laughs> oh, you had one teacher that yeah. did everything. That, yeah, he was teaching all the instruments and like the, you know, like the, the thinking behind the instruments, w- which was really useful for a drummer to get an education from a drummer that's actually a bass player and a guitar player and right. a singer. Right. So it was really useful. So did you pick up the drums uh, right then there? No, I picked up when I was uh, 12 in high school. I started as a as a pianist in ah. in preschool and then I just, you know, it just hit me when when I was 11 or 12 that Drums are my kind of stuff, you know.
0: Hey, what about you? Were you playing the guitar before you went to the. or did the guitar come? Um,
1: well, I started to play it when I was 12. Yeah. Wow. And um, yeah, first I uh, told that I'm going to be a drummer. <laughs> um, <laughs> then the, he plays
2: nice drums, though. Yeah? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Decent <laughs> drums actually yeah.
0: we, what what we should do too uh just so people have some context yeah. to to the to our conversation because we kind of just started and yeah. we've been it's, it feels like this you know it did start like a while ago yeah. so and since we know each other and I was here in in, in Budapest last year and we saw each other and then yeah. in New York and we're working on a bunch of stuff together so the obviously the rest of the band isn't here um so if you could just like in, kind of introduce yourself yeah, sure. in a way I don't do this ever bef- with other conversations yeah, but, but it's, since it's know. like you know it's, it's five guys and there's yeah. and there's two so so you play you play drums yeah
2: yeah this is the the band called Ivan and the Parasol. it's a five piece rock and roll band from Budapest uh-huh. the capital of Hungary the great Hungary late socia- true late socialist <laughs> motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> but now uh like a fairly democratic country <laughs> with a lot with of nice creative
1: energy and with a nice music scene yeah. rock music scene
2: yes and great and great set of ladies but oh, like, absolutely yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's so pretty, pretty um, yeah. incredible <laughs> yeah so this band started so we could pick up chicks in 2010 and um, yeah, so it's
0: 2017 now
2: yeah like, it was actually we formed. We have the chicks. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we have the chicks and the fame in Hungary. <laughs> so it's like it's a seven-year-old band, but we actually are. So as I said, our first record came out in 2012. So sure. that's actually when we started really functioning. Right. And it was funny because uh, on our first uh, record, there's a song called "Take My Hand," uh-huh. which immediately got tons of airplay in the biggest radio in Hungary and from a you know like a, a band that's playing the smallest rooms to like no one immediately we become this this really popular and hip and cool band in just like a couple of months I think because of at that time mr to Petofi radio was a uh, Actually, it was like, um, like a a scene creator of its kind. Yeah, so
0: highly influential. Yeah.
2: So like, if you were, if if you were, your band was playing that radio, people were listening, and people, you know, started to like you because that was like, the music there was uh, so precisely selected that Mm. it was like probably the highlight of the scene at that time so um instead of playing for 50 people we started to play for 500 in a couple of months
0: so was there i mean what was the scene like then i mean was it simply by chance that that record got picked up by radio and then many people were able to hear it and then that just opened the door like that were there other bands that were
2: yeah. So uh, this, radio I mean, is, uh, way, <laughs> this radio is This uh, radio is owned by the government. It's a national radio, and and there was a big uh, like brand change, uh, brand changing movement of that radio. Yeah. Like a new uh, program manager came and decided to make uh, a cool radio that's uh, influential and that's you know. Uh, so, like, young people would listen to that because it, it, would, uh, it, would, uh, uh, it would play young bands that are cool, that are, you know, forward-thinking, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so this, this change, I think, went by in the late 2000s. So we were in a wave that was, like uh, like, a big flame in the industry. So, like, not a lot of bands could get in, but who got in... Is really big now. Yeah. They are super big because like, the
0: the station is no longer right.
2: It's no longer. It's it got transformed yeah. uh, at this. It's uh, changed yeah, a lot. it changed a lot because this party, who is ruling right now, wanted to change it and uh, and widen the range of the the audience. Right. So it's it's gone now, and now we have a big fear that it's gonna transform to to like the the 90s scene where all the celebrities and pop artists are playing and, and no influential subculture bands. Oh, like,
0: like 90s, like, like as far as like uh, pop stars from all over yeah. the world, yeah. well that's exactly. what will be con- programmed yeah. into the youth. So yeah. local yeah. talent yeah. will be kind of ignored once again. So, uh, yeah. so
1: now it's a bit harder for bands that are younger than us. Yeah. So, so we now were, now they don't have that background that we right. we had back then.
0: So In, we, but that was even just for a small window of time that you even had
1: that. Yeah, well, because that was,
2: it, this yeah, kind yeah. of th- the radio actually uh, uh transformed an industry and like f- like to say created an industry for uh for a popular music or right. or rock music or or uh you know, contemporary music because uh when when this this uh, this change happened, the festivals reacted and started to uh, to invite the bands who were playing the radio, yeah. and this created a really uh, you know sparkling vibe of good music. Uh, youth are going to concerts, listening to live bands, and it was like this triumphant really good time to be in a band in in Budapest or in Hungary and actually the the cities and radios outside Budapest would pick it up and they would play also within Hungary yeah Yeah. so if you would if you would get in this radio you would uh, soon have a a national career now now we have a
1: lot more bands a lot more rock bands but we don't have the radio (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) So it created a lot of um, inspiration to start yeah. a
2: band. Yeah, actually, yeah. And so how um, tight
0: is the scene? Is the the scene of bands here in Budapest as far as like guitar-driven rock bands?
2: Yeah, we have a lot of good rock bands, but uh, you know, when uh, when you have something that's that's big and that's pushing you, as like the radio was, yeah. you have endless inspiration and and you know effort and power to do it. And now it's like. Kind of slowing down, but then, like everyone started to pick up guitars and play the drums because they saw that it's working. Everyone, yeah, everyone loved it, and th- we were like in the peak of this this uh, kind of time when when it was it was really cool and fun to be in a band, and everyone was appreciating it. Right, yeah, and
1: maybe we can say that we were an inspiration too <clears throat> for
0: the younger bands. So. Yeah. yeah for sure do you see like are there younger bands now that are opening up or coming
2: like you know yeah that, i mean we have we have some friends that actually that actually decided to be in a band while they were at our concerts nice so it's it's like super you know overwhelmingly nice feeling to inspire a uh, maybe not a generation but you know like uh at
1: least some people a scene (laughs) yeah a scene
0: because it is a small scene i mean that's the thing that's what you know not a lot of people may really realize because whether it's a you know a touring artist might play budapest on every other tour they don't might not or they may play siget or uh one of the other couple of festivals what there's like three or four festivals yeah yeah like big
2: ones what are the big ones? ones Sigat Volt Festival, Balaton Sound, which is like the EDM rap scene. The, there's yeah, a, like an electronic one. Yeah. There's Effort uh, Campus Festival. There's a lot of actually. Like that. they're all in the summer too, right? Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: yeah. So I mean, you'll see a lot of American artists, international artists yeah. coming through. Yeah, yeah. But not a lot stay and kind of really get a sense of the like. The whole rhythm and culture of the scene. Which like for example,
2: to... in, in Siget, there's a, uh, when Petőfi uh, Radio started. It became a, um, a usual uh, routine to have a Hungarian stage right. on Siget yeah. that was sponsored by the radio that only played hung only uh, uh, hosted Hungarian bands. Yeah. So it's and there's there ever since. So in in, on Siget there's a stage where only Hungarian bands are playing, which is, I think maybe it's one of a kind. I'm I'm not sure, but it's super nice. Yeah. For a band to play an internationally awarded Mm -hmm. huge festival and be on the scene with all the you know like A-list headliners at a festival, it's super nice. So what? Yeah, I mean it's amazing. Yeah, and
0: I think that there is definitely like a portion of of the audience here in Budapest and in Hungary at large that would prefer to only listen to the Hungarian artists, you know, that like aren't so, you know, uh, connected to like an international scene or the American pop scene or contemporary stuff where it's good. I mean, to promote that culture, you know, obviously, but Um,
2: I think I have to mention that our success, uh, Contains uh, an element of uh, youth in Hungary, knowing English and knowing like yes, the yes, world, yes. whatever, because we sing in English, yes. and uh, it's you know it's not new to them to sing uh, an English lyric. Yes. So um, you know, and uh, on the other yes, hand, yes, of course, of course, yes, yeah. But like, it's true that to have like a, a really really deep connection with the audience, if you if you sing in Hungarian to them they're gonna react a little differently that's true that's, you have to admit it a bit it. easier Yeah, easier in Hungarian here yeah it's an easier connection but you know all of our albums are in English and you know there are fan ba- many differences yeah. so. our fan base is singing our songs in English right
0: yeah was that like when you started writing the songs and stuff too that was like, like how conscious of a decision
2: or premeditated. Unconscious. Decision. Yeah. I mean, we were just jamming in our rehearsal space and Ivan started to sing in English. Oh, cool. Because, you know, we were actually uh, the vast majority of artists that we're listening to were, you know, foreign bands.
3: Yeah.
0: So what were your bands like coming up, like in high school or, you know, what uh, struck you to the point? Because if you're, you guys are in your mid-twenties now, yeah. so you started the band sort of like in your in your End of high school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were. So what? We're Nineteen year, yeah. years. old then. What was your first? Like, what was your first uh, concert in here in Budapest? <laughs> it
1: was uh, a Hungarian <inaudible> alternative band oh. uh, called Pal Utsai Fiu. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. They, they, they sing in Hungarian and. Uh, uh, they got their name from a famous Hungarian Noel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was uh, my first one with my parents. Nice. Where was it? It was um, at uh, Pecha. It was. It Pecha. was a really. It, it was a really nice, um, like. Outdoor know, venue. Outdoor yeah. venue. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, my. First what about show.
0: you? First show. What what about your first like um, was it uh, like discovering like
2: uh, you know rock and roll was it like American I re- rock? I, re- like? I remember dancing my ass off to Elvis Presley in my in my yeah. living room in our our family home. Yeah, but so that it wasn't a gig, <laughs> no, it wasn't a gig, but it was like the first thing I remember when your first gig. Man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. That moment when I, I was listening to Jailhouse Rock and it just like went into my bones immediately. Wow. It was like, what is this? I was, like, I was actually running back and forth in the room because I couldn't, you know, Freaking out. bear the, the energy and everything. Yeah. The concert, that's, I don't remember.
0: That's a Yeah, that's cool. Because I think, yeah, in the States too, I think a lot of it is like a lot of... Musicians are really inspired by seeing that first concert. So yeah. it is. It's yeah. I mean, the way people receive music in a very early, like in their youth, you know, and how it settles inside of them is pretty interesting. How it happens very differently all over the world. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But and know. Then we are lucky
1: because our parents have great taste in music. So. Uh, that's why we were listening to Rolling Stones and Beatles when when we were really young, yeah, and, really. Uh, and 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 uh, and to famous blues musicians, yeah. Nice. What do
2: they think about the band? Do they do they dig the band? Which one? The folks. Oh well, you know, until we, and anu. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's funny because uh, until we started making good money out of it, they were like suspicious or like you know had mixed feelings about it but now as they see we're succeeding and like thousands of people are you know partying and listening and you know dancing to our songs they're like yeah, totally yeah. fine with it yeah yes they're, they're super happy about cool. it now. yeah and, yeah they're really proud of us yeah, we well, can say that yeah and even if they had mixed feelings they bought our first instrument. so yes <laughs> So, so there there's the paid support for
1: music school. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. So
0: what? Okay, so you guys met at, at the music school. Yeah. So where was the rest of the guys? How did they come in
2: to the band? Well, uh, the bass player Yanni, Matt and and I met uh, at the music school. Uh-huh. And Ivan, the lead singer, uh, we went to the same high school. Uh-huh. And Bex, we just found him. Actually, were
1: actually. Backs found us. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Because the first time I met him was uh, we had a band with Yoni the bass player, previously before this band. Oh, what was that? What was that band called? It, it,
0: it was a fusion <laughs> drum
1: band. It was a
2: fusion jazz blues jazz trio. So it was old like Chick Corea style. <laughs> Return for, for old jam band, but Chick Corea style. But we were sixteen, so <laughs> <laughs> so you know, like that. The quality was probably not. As high as you would think, but it was nice. What was
0: the, wait? What was the um, what's the it, Hungarian? It was a cool band. band. Um, yeah. Which one? Um, the most famous uh, Hungarian band to oh. tour in the United States. Oh,
2: AGT, uh, 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 Lokomotiv GT. Yes. So was that <laughs> that must have been a primary influence. influence? Of course, of course, yeah, heavily, heavily. What's the label
0: again? What was the, the, the This iconic Hungarian record label. Um, uh,
2: Magneoton.
0: Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, so they were on that, I mean amongst uh there's many. yeah,
2: back then in the sixties, like uh the industry would work as uh as it should be, so they mm-hmm. would they would uh finance bands that they liked, and they would finance their tours and uh but you know they would they wouldn't let the bands stay as long as they want because they had to come back because of socialism, but it was uh I think it was a. Uh, Somehow, yeah, so it, it was not easy for them yeah, to, but it to, ha- to break out. But yeah, but it was uh, a healthy uh,
1: industry back then. Yeah,
0: hmm. yeah, maybe no, I
1: wouldn't say that. <laughs> it was not that healthy, but <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, it's uh, the the political climate of Hungary then uh, compared to now has changed in many ways. Yet there's, uh, you know, I wonder if it it's obviously the the freedoms of a band are much broader now. Yeah, like.
2: but like hear this, like uh, uh Locomotive GT had the chance to uh you know <laughs> Locomotive <Gete> GT <laughs> had the chance to uh work with uh, you know like a uh, A-list uh, English producer because the the label would, you know, write to uh London EMI studio and they would say like, "Okay, we have this really talented band and, you know, can you send us a producer which is this kind of story is is you know unheard of today right, yeah. right yes um <laughs> no <laughs> uh, then they 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 have to came back to Hungary no it was after they come back whatever so whatever you know they had the difficulties but it was still it was a functioning industry
0: yeah yeah, yeah I mean it's interesting because you guys I mean this is like 30 years later yeah. 40 years later almost yeah, yeah. yeah. and um, and you guys are kind of carrying that torch amongst other bands too and I know we talked about Quimby earlier too I think Quimby may be like the, the 80s and the 90s representation of that kind of leading rock band although my Frame of reference with Quimby is quite small, as yeah. far as re- you know. I, I I don't own their records. I own some of the some of the some they of the are other bands' still records. They're yeah.
2: huge. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, they're probably the m- biggest contemporary Hungarian band. Yeah, but best. they
2: actually turned it uh, huge when they started to sing in English, uh, in mm-hmm. Hungarian. So they started as an English uh, singing band, and then they they transformed to Hungarian, and then they got huge, like arena act. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's and fascinating. It, and actually it uh, kind of set a standard of Hungarian career route as like, if you want to be big, you have to sing in Hungarian. And you actually... Our first
1: manager said that. Yeah, we yeah. see... we we, 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 we see to sing, Hungarian yeah. song.
2: We see our band as like the first band of many years that sang English and still made decent amount of success in the country. Yeah.
0: I mean, the last show was a huge sold-out show. Your guys' last show was like a yeah. big sold-out show uh, right across. Aquarium is right yeah, across yeah. the street, yes? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is beautiful. I, I will say this as far as the podcast goes. This is probably the most beautiful view I've had doing <laughs> this. Is I'm usually staring at my couch. Like, I sit opposite my couch in my living room. And I'm staring at it the whole this time. This is a special but, yeah. podcast. So what is, yes, absolutely. It's very special to me. What is uh, So just to describe this setting, too, because we're in a... You know, um, in such a active part of
2: central Budapest. Yeah. yeah. Is what's this this main street right here? Again? This is a Modach Square. It yeah. actually has a, a theater called Modatch Theater, mm. and it's like the it's been it's been the center of uh, parties in, since like two or three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like local it's dudes a place would hang out for musicians. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of creative people, like uh, from from the filming industry or creatives from you know uh, advertising or music, whatever, we would hang out here and just like create something. like oh, yeah. called, like a just subcultural. Yeah. yeah oh, seems, I see the looks, looks you guys life. get when I walk around here with you guys. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean, I, yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. No, it's dope. I like it a lot. It's like it's the scene, you know. <clears throat> yeah. You know, my, my cousin, uh, Sizer Gabor, is a playwright and a director. And he does plays at this, I think it's called Sin House, which is mm-hmm. one block and then one block over. Yeah, so, the, yeah.
2: the R9 theater. I think so. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: So, it's just, I li- I love this area because it's not just, it's great restaurants. Like, this. what's this place called again? Koinha. Yeah. Koinha. the yeah. kitchen. Yes, this yes, is amazing place if anyone ever comes here to eat. And it's just like this center and there's... You know, theaters and music venues and yeah. you know, bars and restaurants and lots of cool people in the uh, ruined bars yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. Um, I would love to talk a little bit just about touring in Hungary uh, before we kind of break into a broader conversation. Just yes. because, you know, so many touring acts that come to Europe, if they play Europe, uh, if they play Budapest, it's the only, obviously, mostly Probably. the only. Some maybe, what, would play Chopron?
2: maybe or if they come in the summer they would probably pe- play one of the big festivals yeah uh, Chopron host Volt Festival which is like right, a big one and a really successful one they would play you know if festivals you know everywhere in, in Hungary because we have a lot of big festivals but I'm talking it's about the it's clubs it's it's only different. Budapest yeah. only yeah. Budapest but well, what
0: about for you guys though you played venues yeah. We, uh, I want to know, know about it I you want know, you to break we, it down for we, me we, we, yeah.
1: we had to sweat a lot for, for that. yeah so and yeah, like yeah. what? as
0: far as like
2: playing in front of audiences there are just like uh, who like are these like empty rooms yeah but like you know uh, we started as you know our lesson was if you wanna you know gain you know audience you have to go there and play you know like you have to go there even twice a year or yeah, you know yeah. every month and we, when we started with our first and second uh, LPs, we toured every single city in 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 the country. Even you know, twice a year, we would go from Nirekhaza to Chopron, and would you know Again, would add up like every city. If you know, if you have fifty people that likes your show, every city, if you get to a festival, that would add up, and it would you know equal. It would be equal as a you know. Three thousand people. Yeah, yeah. You know.
0: So what about?
1: So uh, we learned
2: the hard way. We have to. We had to go everywhere. Yeah, but
1: there are there are some really good cities. Yeah, the, as for music. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, page and uh, page is, of course is a big university, university a big town. Too, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, with with a lot of bands. So it's a good place. And uh, Chopron Segar. is nice too. Segar is a
0: really good
2: place Debritton. as well. Debrecen, yes. yes. Yeah. So yeah. like all the well, all the all major yot, cities
0: that uh, host yot? what? Uh, how do you say? It's G-O-Y-T.
2: Um, G-O-Y-T. G-O-Y-T. It's close to... Uh, Gur, Yeah. Good, yeah. Yeah, yes. Yes. Yes, it's a Sorry. good place. Every, go. every, every big city that has a university, it's good. It's a good yeah, city. Yeah. But I mean, we... we
1: it's, it's a good place for, for a Hungarian bands.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, 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 of course. Well, yes. Per se. But I mean, like, for American bands, it might be a little trickier where yeah I'm we actually had like uh we went to <laughs> Eger or i don't know where it was a it was a like um a place with uh i don't know 50 people and like a super small club
1: For a second.
2: no it was Eger where we saw a a a poster of uh what was the famous metal band that played there hardball or what was that Hardball. <laughs> Madball. Ma- Madball yeah. from yeah, New Madball. York. <laughs> Hardball.
0: Madball from New York. Yeah, it's Madball from New York. Classic New York this, hardcore band. Yeah,
2: played this, you know... That's amazing. Me- like, extremely small club yeah, right. in Eggat. I think Egeda, wow.
1: Egeda wow. has a really, really strong hardcore scene. Yeah, really? Maybe that's
0: why. Yeah. Um, and you know, I want to see some Hungarian hardcore bands, man. Yeah. Like, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, the New York hardcore scene is a very... Strong knit, very like loyal fan base. The, so, the is hardcore, there a hardcore punk scene the, the in? The hard, yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. It's, it's yeah. more
1: like a punk scene now. Uh, yeah, a few years ago, uh, it was th- there. There was a really Strong hardcore scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm.
2: It was actually it was a uh, there was a record label. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was a record <laughs> label called Budapest Rock and Roll uh-huh. that hosted all the hardcore and metal bands, and it was it was super strong. But it was uh in, in two thousand. Yes. And uh, actually, when when uh, Petofi Radio started this revolution of, I don't know, like contemporary music. They got left out, mm. and ever since they feel, I think they feel this, you know, this the rage <laughs> of being mm. left out from the radio. But they're still, they're. I think they they are still very strong. Yeah. But, well, but hardcore was, music never was, needed a radio to begin yeah, with. Yeah, it really, true. it
1: was more like a modern hardcore scene. Yeah. You know, not not the old
2: school one. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's so like yeah. you know.
2: When we met in New York in 2012, we so like after our first record, we we had the the feeling that we had to get out of this this scene because we we had big dreams. Plus, we wanted to you know we wanted to discover School and travel. Yeah, yes, yep. and actually, it it's you know hard to say these kind of sentences, but but this move of you know playing a first record band playing in the States started something in the scene here also really it's like like we we put uh, ideas in in other bands heads like you can you can get out you can go there and uh, you know you can discover and you'll be just as good as American bands or English bands or whatever bands you know whether it's just like it all comes down to the quality of your music. Yeah, them. there's absolutely no yeah, reason why multiple back, back Hungarian bands can't be touring in the United
1: States. Yeah, yeah because uh, back then we we were told that uh, every American band
2: is better than you than the best Hungarian <laughs> band. Yes. Where, who yeah. was telling you that? It was it was like the you know the the really sad that's some like fucking communist oppression bullshit. Yeah, right the, there, man. the 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 stuff. Uh, that came out of people's mouth were actually the people who were, you know, the, the sad and, you know, the, the, the people who couldn't make it in the industry, right. whatever. Yes. And when we, when we, we first uh, got into South By in 2012, they said, that, like, why would you even bother going there if, you know, every single band who's not from here, they're going to be better than you and we said we're gonna you know we're gonna find it out yeah, yeah but people <laughs> are we're, yeah, yeah, yeah we're gonna look people first people so. are more positive now so. yeah yeah well actually uh, well, now the, the industry says that like Hungarian bands uh, learned how to play on an international level yeah
0: and I mean and, I mean so you won this like MTV thing a couple of years yeah. ago right so there's some like acclaim some recognition yeah that comes with that I mean does that does that translate back here at oh. all Sure, it's it like was, best new band or something
2: it was best Hungarian act yeah yeah it was it was really was there a was, ceremony no, it wasn't <laughs> it was actually the last time uh, best Hungarian Act award was given <laughs> In <laughs> hey the man, fuck it kind of it got it, it though. <laughs> yeah, no we got fuck. it, yeah, <laughs> it was no party, but you know it's it was yeah it was a big it was a big deal,
0: yes, of course um. Uh, I know we talked about this a little earlier too, but I would love to get even <coughs> deeper into Hungarian touring culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is uh, touring in Transylvania, uh, yeah. which I find fascinating even less than we get into a place where even, not even that many Hungarian yeah. bands tour. Yeah, right? yeah. So just a little bit, tell me about touring, because you do, you've done multiple shows in Transylvania, yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it
1: was
2: cool. What's a, what, it was so, really what's cool. The,
0: what are the kids like? They
1: are, like, really open-minded. And, and they like rock and roll and, yeah, and stuff like that. And they like party, <laughs> and they they party part the harder than us. <laughs> so, yeah. so, you know,
2: it's, it's really... It was really interesting to see a community that's not Hungarian... But actually more Hungarian than us.
0: So, do they reach out to you being like, we want
2: you to come? Or is yeah, it, there is were, it like a
0: mutual thing?
2: Yeah, there were two guys... In, Two
1: really young guys.
2: Yeah, young guys who, who you know, just started like a, uh, an agency that brought Hungarian bands to tour Transylvania. And they had connections with good, uh, with, uh, good venues. And actually, it, we were the first band to, to tour this, this kind of program. But it was <laughs> super crazy. Like, we had four shows in, in Transylvania. What and are it, the towns? Um, you remember was, the names? Uh, Yeah, it was Kolozhvar, uh, Marosvá, Uh Can you, can you remember? <laughs> you know? No <laughs> Wait, 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 wait It was uh, Oh, man Are these like college A's, towns? A's in- or like, uh, uh, Kolozhvar, yeah. Kolozhvar is uh, definitely a big, big college town It was super nice It was actually the biggest show of the tour uh, So what's
0: that? What, it's like in like a bar?
2: What's the venue like? venue is like no, it's, every it's, other it's, it's, venue it's more like yeah. a proper
1: venue yeah so, it's, like, every, yeah, it's it,
2: like it's like you know Cafe Y in New York right or bigger <laughs> even yeah. bigger yeah. yeah oh yeah Cafe Wa,
0: you guys played there yeah. right? Yeah. that's yeah. amazing too because yeah. not a lot of bands you know hit that spot it's but that is like a historic yeah. we, we, were, city. we were like yeah. alright
1: we are the next Jimi Hendrix <laughs> 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 when we were there we were like super
2: you know <laughs>
0: Super
1: naive
0: yeah. Well you played. not only did you play Cafe Wa but you also played the C B G B that was for the C B G B music festival? Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. played uh we played the knitting factory with yes. yeah, with yeah, your from gym, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's where I ran that's where I saw you where I but I
0: think I didn't I didn't know anything about the band uh, before the show. So I walked into the club and then um at a mic break in between songs i've been said we're from budapest and then i like fucking freaked out and i I ran over to the merch table where danish was standing and i was like um i'm
2: hungarian too (laughs) (laughs) and uh let's hang out like i want to hang out with y'all and then yeah but i hear this like okay the first time we went to the states it was 2012 march south by yeah we went there with the, the highest expectations ever, <laughs> you know, like uh, we said, like dude, this is it. We're gonna be gonna fucking be mega success. fucking yeah. superstars, and then obviously, like nothing big happened. Yeah. Yeah. But like one thing happened is that we got invited to CBGB festival in New York the that yeah. same year, oh. and then
1: things happened. Well, well, yeah, but
2: small you know, good things. Yeah, small good t- good things. But you know, when we were like traveling signing back, signing contract with a sink. Contact. Yeah, but you know, like you know, we got some stuff well, we, going. Yeah, right. well, but we didn't turn into superstars, you know. Right. But then when we went to New York, and then we we played with bass drum and and uh, at this really really good bar mm-hmm. in Brooklyn, and then you showed up, you know. Yeah. And then we were like, finally, man, like someone, you know, from the business, like who's yeah. legit and cool, like this is it. So you know, it was like. You had to know the the background of our, you know, encounter to To get it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like we were like, fuck man, finally you like maybe it took us like a couple of months, but you know, now we're gonna be super <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a couple of months.
0: Yeah. yeah it takes a while, yeah. you know. And it's like, you know, it's just all about the journey too. Like yeah, you guys exactly. are you know, you guys work very hard. Yeah. You know, you you're like road warriors too. I mean sure. you two are a lot too, yeah. right? Um, and we can in complain
2: two- yeah, with 2014 we had more than a uh, hundred shows nice, yeah,
0: how many shows do you play in Budapest a year now? now yeah. it's like down two, to two or three one
2: or? really big headline and maybe one or two
0: festival dates. what was the, I'm sure you've been asked this a bunch of times too at least in the Hungarian press, but the you did the you played the arena yeah uh, with deep purple yeah, we did. <laughs> there's just a one-off right yeah 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 yeah. so that's like you know that happens occasionally with when a when a when a band becomes at a certain level as a headliner they get invited to play open up for someone (laughs) in a in an arena yeah yeah. um so what was how was that experience for you because it's it's not going to be absolutely you know what what,
1: but it was insane yeah Yeah? because we,
0: we all grew up on Deep Purple yeah. and music. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing too, is like when those when that, that younger band gets invited to play that stadium or the arena, it's usually for like, it's like, you know, uh, uh, something contemporary, you know, um, whatever it might be. And Arcade Fire really sure or LCD sound funny. system or something like that. And it's like, you know, it's this band who I don't doubt has a he- long history of fans in Hungary. Deep Purple, because I just that yeah those but, kind of know. rock bands like they resonate deep in Eastern Europe. I feel yeah like. yeah, yeah 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 exactly. Um, so for it to be that show, that was the place is the actual place is Arena, right? Is that yeah, what? Yeah, it's 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 Budapest Arena. Yeah, like
2: it's uh, where the soccer team plays and stuff. No, not the soccer uh, team. That's uh, pushkash but mm-hmm. it's like the 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 big not open air arena. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like the the indoor arena yes, 12,000 yes. capacity but it was like the first the first thing that I uh, experienced is like when you see a crowd that big it feels like free fall right it's like you seem like oh my god
0: was it was it what was the attendance like when you guys got on was it 9,000 <laughs> really yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah it wasn't people like sometimes no. you know no, people were no, still they're coming they're in, in people like, no room. it wasn't yeah Wow! Like
2: actually, I'm I'm looking for a picture, but I wouldn't find it. Actually, I I, I posted a a picture on Facebook uh, on Instagram of the arena, like playing the arena today, and you commented like headline? Are you headline? <laughs> yeah. so, like not now, not yet, but maybe yeah. later. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I thought for yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, and it was like a couple of months later than we met uh, in New York. Wow, yeah. that's
0: amazing, yeah. I mean, you're not, you're not there yet, but you're not necessarily that far from it too, I mean. Well,
2: we're, I would say we're halfway. Yeah, I or mean. Or like a, th- a, a third way. Because even that big room in aquarium is it's, it's like fifteen hundred people, you know. Or yeah, close. it is. Yeah.
0: yeah. And then you, the next big show for you guys
2: is the park. Which Yeah, we did the park three times already. Have you you headlined those? For yeah, people? yeah, yeah.
0: So that's like every summer you play Budapest Park. Yeah, we
2: play like one indoor headline show. We would play Budapest Park and Siget. Yeah, that would be like the three it's big shows in some more bigger outdoor
1: shows
0: but what about in the winter time do you not play shows in the winter in Budapest at all or what you just wait for the
2: summer sometimes we do yeah sometimes we do sometimes we don't it's like it's now it all comes comes down to business like what makes sense for us yeah I mean
0: yeah you have to for Budapest it's you know it's your biggest place
2: so you have to be careful
1: yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: Yeah. Yeah, if you know, if we would wait like a year, we would probably do a so much bigger show. Right. But every year But we year, don't want to wait, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? I mean, you
0: what happens is you go tour everywhere else in the world exactly. for a year so you can take a year off in yeah. that and, in that big market and then come back and then That's what we're and then shoot on right to now. play the arena and yeah. you know, I don't know how they do it there, but you know, you can even scale the capacity down in yeah. some of those places and yeah. you know. Get 5,000 yeah. people out, you know, yeah. like it's possible. Um, yeah,
2: yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, what about touring like in the rest of Europe? I mean, I, you know, obviously, like, I'm just fascinated with the touring aspect of it, but there's a lot more that goes with the band too. But so I don't need to, we, we can talk about it just for a sec and then kind of like shift into some other things. But because now you, you know, it's not just like, Touring in Hungary for you and playing in Buda- playing these giant shows in Budapest. But you go like pretty consistently. I mean, even ne- in a couple of days, are you're going on the on the road? Yeah. Right? yeah. So you're, what you're yeah.
1: doing pretty well in the Netherlands.
0: Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. So where where
2: are the shows? Um, next it's this weekend, right? Yeah, we're right. going to Netherlands and Belgium. What are the towns you're playing? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're playing Zwolle. Uh, and the Ermelo in Netherlands and then Kortrijk a rock festival in Belgium ah oh, cool so like uh, at the you know like at day one we decided to be an international band and we're functioning as one ever since yeah so we we always had the mindset to open up to the world right and we started playing abroad like with our first record actually yeah so and then, and then we figured out that we should have focused areas where you know, the, either the audience is more open or the scene is more there. And we found that uh, in Czech Republic and in the Netherlands and Belgium area, this kind of music really, really pops and really flies. And the other, the other area is, is, uh, is Poland, but it's huge it's hard to get there but uh, how do you
0: travel when you do those like are
2: you we getting fly, in a van yeah we fly and then the the van is coming on the way right right. yeah but uh, but the Netherlands is amazing it actually hosts the Eurosonic Festival which is yeah. the the south by of Europe uh-huh. and it's actually it's super competitive and if you play there once you're never gonna play there again why? Because you'll just you'll things you will go. You have after one time. chance. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and bands go in there knowing that. that like
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So we played there. Was it last last year, Eurosonic, or two yeah. years ago?
1: Was last year. Yeah.
2: yeah and we, we met our uh, <laughs> we we met our booking agent there and uh-huh. uh, and the, the label we're working with in in the Netherlands. And now it's you know stuff starting to happen. But it's, you know, it all comes down to the same thing as, you know, we discovered when we started in, in Hungary. You have to, you know, be there, you have to have good promotion, and you have to, you know, play a lot of shows. Yeah. And you have to be really good.
1: you have to have the good people yeah,
0: for that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, it all comes down to, yeah, the people involved have to yeah. care and believe in the band and exactly. the music.
1: Yeah, yeah and that's, that's what they do in the Netherlands yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. really cool guys yeah. cool and you know
2: we <coughs> we had some shows in in London too and and um, you know everyone says that the English industry is like the the hardest in the world and you know they would they would always choose an English band instead of a Hungarian band and we had uh, an experience where we we played like almost a showcase but like a a venue that you know hosted up and coming bands and there was uh, an agent that was looking for new bands and before our show he said that you know why would anyone care about a, a rock and roll band from Hungary when you know we had the Beatles and the Stones and you know Stone Rose or whatever and then you know we said that dude just you know just wait for our show and you know listen to our music and then you can decide and after our, our show he said like dude where should i sign the contract wow yeah and we didn't sign it eventually because it was too expensive we didn't have some money no he wanted it was, you to pay it <laughs> no yeah he you know like oh, it makes sense shit. no it makes sense because Sorry. you know yeah but like he said that you know it takes a lot of effort to crack the english industry and they have the you know like the the infrastructure and you have to pay for that and we said like we're not gonna do that
0: yeah you can't pay to play you know yeah, i mean exactly. sometimes you have to you know pay for work permits but that, <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's about as far as it goes i feel like you know and sometimes yeah, yeah you got to rent a van or you got to buy a plane ticket here and there yeah. but when it comes down to it it's like if you're genuine with what you're doing and i think this is like universal it doesn't matter what country you're in or what continent you're on to it's like if the the show is compelling and people are in the and there's an audience um, big or small that's like genuinely feeling it and they're into it that like transcends any kind of like bullshit I had the feeling that maybe maybe
2: it's maybe like if you see an unknown band and it has UK after it maybe you're gonna wanna see it Maybe, maybe, but but if you see a Hungarian band that's good, you're not gonna care if it's you know UK or Netherlands or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's something.
0: Yeah, I know it's kind of hard to put a finger on it, but because there's so few Hungarian bands that that uh, come out and tour like consistently year after year too. So you guys are just, like, in a very interesting place where I've seen from the last couple of years. Because the last album was 2015, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And that's the fourth album or the third? Third. third, yeah. third yeah. So, and there's a new... You guys have, like, songs for a new record kind of in the, in the works? Yeah. What's yeah. the songwriting process
2: like for you guys?
0: Just partying
2: all day it's long. Now it all comes down to Mate writing the songs. <laughs> no. Really? We die when...
1: So now, now we are we, we, we spend a lot of time together and uh, and we are writing these acoustic songs uh, and but these songs uh, uh, they they can't be really good until the other members of the band right.
2: start to think about them and and uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. because the, the I think the first two records was written together more in the rehearsal space and yeah. like we would go away to you know village houses in in the countryside to work on and it together. We
1: did the same this time. This yeah, same but same.
2: but at, before the third record, uh, Mate started to compose you know like verse and and chorus and like you know melody stuff and and we found out that it's more interesting and more easy to work on like pre-selected ideas together. Right,
0: right. Yeah, I'm curious, yeah, how that process comes about in a group like this where, you know, it's in the in the canon of classic rock and roll. Yeah. You know? But um obviously it's writing in English, it has to take that takes some thought and consideration to get it in a good place and Ivan yeah. is such a he's such a focused dude too yeah. the singer um, <laughs> that um, I don't know there's this interesting chemistry amongst the bands yeah, yeah. you know everyone has a different personality exactly and, yeah. And stuff. Yeah, yeah and I yeah. think
1: that's why the songs are good yes, yes I so. agree yeah 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 it's, it has it has, big, big it has unique flavors of they, each person yeah. yeah because they're written by by five totally different people so. yeah yeah. That's why they're good.
0: Yeah. And there's something kind of inherent. You, you,
1: you, you, can, you can write songs on your own, but, uh, but then you, you have to be a genius.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, every,
0: every group in ours has its process. You know, it's good that everyone informs like, what yeah. you guys are doing. But the thing for me, too, at least this is kind of in a, an emotional and sort of psychological way how I like, interpret your stuff and and I think when you take this band out of Budapest and then out of Hungary too, um, for say, uh, you know, first generation people like me, my you know my parents moved from Hungary in '69 mm-hmm. uh, to to Woodstock, to <laughs> no, no to Virginia, but to to the United States. And they didn't. Neither one of them spoke English when they got there, right. and they learned along the way. So so. Uh, I know that there's this thing that exists like kind of under Hungarian art and music and uh, you know both with you know musicians but like painting and direct music and I mean uh, film and directors and stuff so that uh, even though you guys are doing this really solid kind of rock and roll. There it is, should
2: have a unique flavor to it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And there's this something that's just undeniable. It has this undeniable Hungarian uh, soul to it. Yeah, yeah. You know, which... You think so? I think so. And that, that um, you would only... That you can really identify first as a Hungarian or, or as, a, as a, a child of immigrants, you know.
2: Um, I would never understand why your parents wouldn't teach you Hungarian. Oh, no, 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 they absolutely uh, tried. I mean, my mother... Died. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and,
0: and listen, I, I know Pitsy or Kitchi, Uh and uh, I can get... You know, when we're hanging out, we're speaking English, too. Yeah. If you guys wanted to speak Hungarian, we could have done the whole interview really? Hungarian. Really?
1: Said, yeah, so. <laughs> really? Yeah.
0: Um, you would understand like Hungarian.
1: You, you can understand language.
0: I might say mit mandem, uh quite a bit, and then I'd say <laughs> uh, uh, Yeah, I would say mentedem a lot. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, yes, I, I mean, you know, I know uh, my, yes, I know Hungarian. I'm not, I, I can't read it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can read some words. I can't write it. But if you were to have a conversation, yeah, I would Yeah, uh, I'd
2: pick
1: it up. Yeah, I would pick up a, 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 a lot. That's you said last time, that, that you, you,
0: you can't understand us speaking Hungarian. Yeah.
2: Yes.
0: Yes, of course.
2: That's yeah. nice.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because most of my relatives that I'm going to be visiting here, they don't speak English. And they never did. Oh. And when I was coming here in 1985 and 86 and 87, no one spoke English, you know. Really? Very, very, funny. very few, you know. And, uh... It's 2017 now, so I, I remember when the very first McDonald's came here to Budapest, the very first one, <laughs> In and I went there. history,
3: That's yeah, I think it. so. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. yeah. And
0: they had cucumbers on the hamburgers, and it was like and that was weird, very weird. weird. It's, it's really? This,
1: is it a Hungarian thing? It, it cucumber and a hamburger?
0: I mean, back then, I've been talking. This is the 80s, <laughs> yeah. so it's a long time. Ago. Dude, I've been coming. To, yeah, I've been coming here for 30 years. So I, th- um, I thought you are 30. I'm 37. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Nice. So I, start, I Actually, the first time I came here was, I was it was in 1980. I mean, as a, just as a infant, you yeah, know, I was yeah. born in 79.
2: So and then I came every year for I don't know, maybe 12 or 13 years. Well, that's actually pretty nice from your parents to like you know drag you here every year.
0: Yeah, of course, and and it was a you know all my family lives here. So it was, a you know when I was younger I was. Not always happy here because no one, because it was different. It it was confusing because people didn't speak English. People were looked at me kind of weird too. Yeah, there's a lot of communists. (laughs) Um, You know, it was still the Cold War was still thawing,
2: and but instead of the free world, all you found was a bunch of communist dudes. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't go that far, but I mean and and plus uh this area
0: where we're here now didn't that's this didn't exist. Yeah. It was just old ladies with yeah. uh wow. scarves on their heads yeah, and uh, water and yeah. yeah. It's much, much, much different. In fact Budapest now is one of the such most livable cities on earth. Yeah. And it's got such a, a wonderful vibe with like young people with yeah. you, Kids in their teens, and their twenties, that yeah. are like—it's a whole different yeah. generation. Yeah. And, and and for us, it
1: means a lot of in, inspiration. Yes, I mean yeah. this is your audience.
2: Yeah. You know? Now I I think I think the world is we're we're in, we're a really good place right now in in terms of you know international growth because we feel that uh, we feel that uh, the world is looking at Hungary at Budapest right now. Like, what is the like the all the you know, like all the hype about this city? Like, right. everyone's talking about this is like the top 10 cities on earth and whatever, like the creative energies and you know, like all the huge startups that you know became huge in, in the states or in, mm-hmm. in the whole world. So now I think we have the chance to uh to shine as a Budapest band. Oh, absolutely, yes. I mean. I
0: I certainly hope so, and I hope to uh, help along the way too. Yeah. So I appreciate. Listen, I appreciate you guys um, talking to me too, and you know it's been kind of an epic hang leading up to this too. A little confusing, but no, it's all good. No, 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 it's great. And then, um, and I'll be seeing you guys in the states. Yeah. Very soon. Yeah. Yeah. In a month. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right, y'all. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Definitely. Thank you. Or actually, um, rather. (laughs) because <laughs> I'm safe. Because I'm safe. See Check. Uh, have you been having a good time on our trip here? Very well, so so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's been great.
1: Of, no, some of it is good. Some of it is uh, challenging. But you know. All in all, I, I think it's
0: good. Challenging what? Because of all the walking we're doing? Or?
1: Not walking. I can put up without walking. I, some of the people. <laughs> I,
0: mean, <laughs> <counter>. <laughs> I mean, it's.
1: let's face it. You know, we're all different. We can't be uniform, but some of them just irritates. Me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's um, that's the flavor of life right there, right? I mean, you got to have a little bit of this, a little bit of that.
1: But in a a metropolis of Blacksburg, you know, I can avoid most of those people.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, true words from my dad right there. So, listen, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to The House List and subscribing. Don't forget to do that and reposting it. Um, This was all recorded live in Budapest. I'm in Budapest as we speak. We're just hanging out. Uh, before we head back out into the city once again. Um, we've been all over the place. It's been fun. Yeah, some good father and son palling around. Uh, but you can check, I've been in the Perizol. Um If you're in Southern California or the San Diego area, they're headlining um, the paddock stage uh, at the San Diego Fair, at the Del Mar, Del Mar County Fairgrounds, which is a huge space. I've been there. So at 8 o'clock on July 4th, if you're in the San Diego area, um, head on down there to the paddock stage. I'll be there. The van will be there. It'll be amazing. And um, I want to thank them for taking the time to chat with me. And just the beautiful city of Budapest. If you ever have an opportunity to come here, if you've never been before, I highly recommend it. Of course, I couldn't recommend it more. Some of the most beautiful people in the world uh, live here. There's amazing cuisine and a really thriving music scene, both with rock bands, but DJs and, uh, really cool, uh, scene that's starting. And, uh, um, but not just that, like theater and, um, the arts, it's, it's, it's a worthy uh, destination, especially if you can spend some time here. So with that being said, thank you guys so much. And I will catch you guys on the next house list as you know every episode is edited and engineered by cj stewart we've been we're communicating even though we're nine hours apart from one another uh, time zone wise so i want to say a thank you to cj as well um we're going to close this out with a track from ivan uh this is actually speaking in their mother tongue too which is a nice treat because a lot of the songs are in english so so check it out and make sure you guys um uh Check out this band if if especially if this is your first time ever hearing about them, you can go to Ivan and the P-A-R-A-Z-O-L dot com for more information. All right, thanks, y'all.
3: So it's been true A titkos édes érzés, mely köztünk körbejár, mert egyszerű a képlet, csak megfejtésre vár, ha megnyitott a szíved, tudom, hogy rád talál.